Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. It's one of the favorite subjects that I like talking about, and that is getting rid of the low-hanging fruit on your route and replacing them with real premium accounts. I'll go over some strategies, and I'll go over the accounts that you should consider dropping once you get a nice premium account to add to your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I can't say that I invented this or I came up with it. Probably someone else thought of this a long time ago. But I'm one to talk about it often and that's the one for one rule. That's when you get one good account, you drop one bad account, and that way you don't really lose any money. In fact, it's a net gain on a lot of factors. You're dumping a bad account and replacing it with a really sweet account. You're probably making more money because the new account, you're getting a better rate than the old account that you're dropping. And time-wise, you're saving, of course, time, which is money. So all of these factors definitely will make this one-for-one work out to your benefit. You have to be large enough at some point to start doing the one-for-one kind of rule that I implement here. If you're just small and starting out, you can't really implement the one-for-one. You're going to have to just take all the accounts you can get until you build up to a certain level. You can't pass on a lot of pools when you're building your route. Unfortunately, if you're really selective and you pass on accounts early on, you need that income. And so you just have to take just about anything that's out there that's fairly suitable and I think this is one of the things that as you start building your route and getting more fine-tuned then you can do this one-for-one rule. So the first pool that I would drop off my route once I got a sweet pool let's say you picked up a pool it's 10,000 gallons the backyard's all cement there's no trees around the customer's working 24-7 so you never see them and there's an automatic cleaner and the pool is just sweet. No one really uses it. It's got all new equipment. It's got a saltwater generator. It's got the works. It's perfect. And you just landed this account and you landed it at $250 a month or whatever your service rate area is for a premium account. And you just love this pool. And then on that same day, you have a pool later in the day and you don't love this pool. You hate this pool. It's one of those pools that you have to force yourself to get out of bed in the morning to clean. This pool has heavy debris. It's one of the first accounts you got, but you took it because you needed the money. And, you know, every week you get there, you're skimming the pool, you're using your vacuum system. The skimmer baskets are always compacted with debris. It's just a real mess. And it's one of those things that slows you down. And you dread going to this pool because each week it's just a real battle with the leaves and with the debris. True story, I'm walking out of one of my service accounts, and it's fairly decent. It gets, it gets some pine needles in there 
from the neighbor's tree. And then the pool guy from the neighbor's house where this pine tree is located is coming out. I'm going into the pool. He's coming out of the pool, his pool next door. And he has a leaf master. He has his garden hose. He has a leaf rake full of leaves. And he stops me and says, hey, you want this pool? I'll give it to you for free. Of course, selling a pool looking like that, not even selling it, just giving me a pool, but coming out looking exhausted, holding the leaf master, the garden hose with a leaf rake full of debris. And I already know that that pine tree that occasionally drops needles into the pool that I do is in that backyard. So I just politely say, oh, you know what? I'm really booked up right now. And I wish I could because it's right next door, but I can't help you out. I can't take the pool on. And so this is the kind of pool we're talking about here. This pool is one that you just want to try to get rid of. You give it to anyone for free if you could. So what do you do with this pool? Well, you have this sweet pool now that you do before this pool. You have to find things to do there to make it 10 minutes long. So you tell the customer that you're overbooked on accounts. And unfortunately, you're no longer able to service his pool going on past whatever date you want to pick. Give him 30 days. It's pretty fair. And just let them know that you're consolidating your route, you have too many pools, and unfortunately you can no longer service their account. I think that's the best way to say it. Rather than I'm changing service areas or I'm kind of, you know, getting consolidated, just say you have too many pools, which kind of is the truth because now that you got the sweet pool you picked up, you have too many pools and you have to drop one, and it happens to be their pool, which is a pool you don't want to do anyway. So it works out perfect, and I would say... If they ask you for a referral, just tell them, you know what, I'm not sure if I know anyone in the area that's not booked up already, but if I do find someone, I'll let you know. In other words, don't kind of ruin your relationships with other pool pros out there by giving them this pool. Chances are no one's going to take it anyway, even if you give it to a buddy for free. I mean, I have so much trouble giving away good pools here in my area. I've had some pools where I'm like, hey, can someone service this pool? It's in so-and-so area. Here's what it looks like. And most of the guys are just flat out booked up with pools, so they can't take on any accounts. So you may run into that, and it's one of those things where it's a common excuse, and it's something that's the truth. You can't really give it to somebody if they're booked up. So I would just tell the customer, you know, maybe just call around and see if you can find someone to take over because at the end of the month is my last service day at your account. So a couple weeks go by, and you get another sweet pool, very similar to the one I described. No trees, cement, small, and you have another pool on your account that you're thinking about getting rid of. So how do you figure out which pool to get rid of next? Well, you pretty much know which pools you don't like going to, but it may be hard because you may have several they want to get rid of. And the best thing to do is to start with the worst pools you can, that you don't want and get rid of those and kind of work your way to the ones that you can live with still. So the next pool up on this one would be a pool that I took really early in my my building my route. And it's a good 15 minutes outside of all my other pools. So I'm driving 15 minutes longer to get there. It's not a bad pool. It's easy to clean. It's just that there's half an hour of my day wasted driving there and then driving back towards the bulk of my route. So that would definitely be my next pool if I don't have another heavy debris pool on my route. I would get the outlier pools. And you can definitely use the excuse that you're consolidating and your your territory is shrinking and their pool falls outside your territory since you're not going to be going over that way anymore. So the old, you know, your pool falls out of my new service area would work perfectly fine. 
basically you want to let the customer off the hook without them feeling like you're dumping their pool. You don't want any bad feelings. You don't want any bad reviews. And so the best thing you can do is have a legitimate business excuse. You have too many pools and you're consolidating and their pool falls outside of your service area now, or it falls outside of your ability to do X amount of pools per day. So now you have a Thursday where you're not driving an extra half an hour and you can probably add another pool there, no problem. Next, you get another sweet pool a week later. This is one that you, you've been wanting to get for a long time. It's next door to another pool that you do already. And so now you have an opening to drop another pool. What would be next? Well, of course, if there's another outlying pool as far out of your area, drop that pool. Heavy debris pool if you have another one. That one's gone as well. I think the next one I would drop would be the free guy. Now, the free guy is a person that doesn't want to pay you for anything. You know, maybe you started off wrong with this customer and you gave him something for free or you went back to his pool and cleaned it before a party and then charged him or whatever you bill him for something. He's like, hey, I get this cheaper on Amazon. Why are you, why are you charging me $20 for this thing? It's only $13 on Amazon. I want you to refund me the difference. And so the free guy is really annoying because he's the kind of person that thinks that you shouldn't make a living out there, that, you know, making money is a sin and you're an evil person for trying to make some money off him. This is a free guy, and he's free of your route at that point. You know, he's always complaining about little things you charge him for in the bill. He wants you to explain why you put this part on. All these things add up to, this is the next person to go. You don't want people like that on your pool route, especially if they want you to match Amazon, or if they want to buy something online and have you install it. To me, it's not worth having this account. They're kind of like a do-it-yourselfer. They might as well be doing their pool themselves, but they're a little bit too lazy to do that, so they hire you, and then they want you to do everything for free, basically. Whenever you raise the rate, they complain and cry like they can't pay it anymore, they're going to cancel. So this kind of person, this customer that wants everything for free or at a discount, is the next customer to go when you get a nice sweet pool. So you got rid of your heavy debris pools, you got rid of those pools that are outliers that take you a long time to drive. Two, now you got rid of the free guys, people that don't want to pay you for your work. What's up next? I think once you get another sweet pool, the complainer is the next one on my list to go. The complainer is someone who is kind of like the free guy, but they take it to another level. You know, hey, you were here and I noticed that there's still a little bit of dirt in the deep end. Or last time you were here, you left some leaves in the skimmer basket. You make sure you empty it and maybe rinse it with the hose. Hey, last time you were here, I noticed that you didn't check the pump basket. There's still some leaves in there. And I like that when you leave the pool to have a clean pump basket, I'm paying you to check the baskets and cleaning them. So please don't leave with the pump basket with any debris in it. So I'm not sure who's worse, the complainer or the free guy, but both of them are definitely going to be off your route once you get a nice pool to replace them. The complainer can be annoying because they can be nitpicking little things that just to you are not important and it's better not to argue with the people that complain you know if someone says you left some leaves in the pump basket just say I'll be careful I'll be more careful next time sorry about that I'll make sure I empty it definitely put a skimmer sock in the skimmer basket or filter saver sock so that nothing goes in the pump basket and of course empty out the skimmer basket and clean it thoroughly for these people that really want everything dialed in if you leave a little dirt in the pool, it's like the end of the world some, sometimes for the complainer. 
and they may be watching you and watching everything you do. So it's really annoying, and this customer is definitely on the short list. He's not as bad as the heavy debris pool or the outlying pool, but definitely I don't really want this customer on my on my route. And going forward, when I get a nice pool, he's the next person to go. And now it gets a little tougher because you've re- really gotten rid of all the ones that are really that really bug you. You know, the customers that are annoying, the pools that are annoying. And so now as you get a one-for-one pool, you're going to have to be a little more choosy and selective. And I think the next customer to go would be Mr. Late Payer. You know, the person that you're like the lowest person on the totem pole as far as paying time. And so when it comes time to pay you, maybe they're three weeks late, a month late, and you text them or message them, they never respond. It's really annoying. They pay their bill, but they're always late. And there's a segment of the population that's always late. I think it's about 10%. They're late to every meeting. They're late to everything. They pay late. And I think, to be honest with you, the pool service bill is really low on a lot of people's list. They want to pay, of course, their mortgage, their car payment, their credit cards, their utilities, their cable. And then if there's any money left over, unfortunately, it goes to either the pool guy or the housekeeper or the gardener and take your pick. We're pretty low on the totem pole. And so Mr. Late Payer is the next one. They'll probably go off of my route. And I definitely would would get rid of anyone that's continuously paying late. Because it's a really annoying problem. And you can't budget correctly with all the late payers. You have three or four of them. It can be a drain on your business for sure. So of course the late payers are going to be gone. And you're going to have everyone paying you on time on your route. Eventually once you get it refined. This falls kind of in the category, maybe before the complainer and the late payer. It may fall after, depending on your tolerance. But I think pools that use a lot of chemicals or have a high chemical chlorine demand are the next ones to go, in my opinion. The customers are paying for the extra chemicals, so I'm not losing any money at at these accounts. However, it is really frustrating to get to an account every week and the chlorine is near zero. You're shocking the pool. You're brushing algae, maybe. And these pools maybe have underlying problems like older equipment or they may be heavy use pools. Whatever may be the case, anything that's taking a lot of chemicals on your route, even if the customer is paying for them, is a real strain on you because you're buying the chemicals, you're picking them up, you're adding them to the pool. Sometimes you're spending more time there because the pool's cloudy. You're trying to get everything back dialed in. So those would be the next customers I would drop somewhere in between the complainer, the late payer. And the pools that are outlying would be pools that use a lot of chemicals or demand a lot of chemicals. They may have a leak they're not fixing. Whatever may be the case, you just don't want to be dumping large amount of chemicals into a pool every week. And that's the next pool that I definitely would dump on the route when I get a good pool. So you're getting more and more of these really nice premium accounts. What would be the next pool I would drop? I would definitely drop the pool where the equipment is substandard and the customer is not wanting to upgrade the equipment. Everyone has a couple of these on their route. The filter is ancient, or maybe the pump is really old. It might even be a brass pump. Whatever the case, the customer may not want to replace it. They may be really stingy. They may just not care about their pool and don't want to spend any money on it, which is the case of a lot of people. And you keep telling the customer they need a new filter, they need a new pump, and they're just not getting back to you or not making the move to upgrade the equipment. To me, these pools take a lot of extra effort and time. Sometimes you can't even manually vacuum them because the pump's so bad. So I would say that these pools 
are something that you would consider dropping. If you're getting more and more premium accounts and you need space on your route, I would consider getting rid of these accounts where the equipment is really old and it's really slowing you down. Now, what can you do with these pools that are kind of borderline? You know, you can actually get some money for some of these pools, believe it or not. You could package maybe 10 of these pools, sell them to another pool pro nearby, because these aren't really bad pools. The customers may pay late, they may complain, they may have old equipment, but certainly they're not heavy debris pools or pools that use a lot of chemicals. So you can actually get some value for these pools and maybe sell 10 or 15 pools and make some money. And these pools are acceptable. A lot of people that are starting out, they would purchase these pools no problem because they're not terrible pools, but you definitely are going to have better pools on your route than these pools and you want to get rid of them either by dropping them or by selling them in a package to another pool pro. So the one for one rule works really well and you can also package some pools and sell them. But if there's a pool you just don't want to give to anybody or sell to anybody, then definitely do the one for one for that pool. And then once you get 10 or 15 of these great pools, you can get rid of 10 pools in a, in a sale. And again, as long as these pools are serviceable, they're not terrible pools. Maybe they have, like I mentioned, the personalities that you don't really like. But these pools are definitely serviceable and they have value. I'm just trying to get you to think, to fine-tune your route so that one day you're going to have 80 pools that you just love. Love going back there. Your day is really fast and easy. And this is how you want to build your route. And to get there, using the one-to-one -one rule is highly effective. Looking for other podcasts I've recorded? You can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon for a drop-down menu of other podcasts I've recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.